Welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to Blue Skies and Green Pastures with Paula Adams. The following podcast episode was uh, made for another podcast that I have called Love Thy Neighbor. And I'm trying to help people switch over to the new podcast. But I'm afraid that that's not happening, so I'm going to continue to post podcast episodes in both in both locations. So for people who are not regular podcast listeners and they just found me because you're one of my friends or something, um, it, it can be a little bit confusing. So I don't want to lose you because I really do want to keep on putting out episodes that I think are important. So in the meantime, I'll keep sharing them in both locations. If you can find my other podcast, you know, and subscribe there, then you may get double, double the episodes. You may get duplicates, but uh, eventually um, I will have to make a decision if I'm going to keep sharing them in both places. So anyway, today's podcast is about worldview, and I actually recorded this um, on the 23rd, but I didn't put, or the 22nd or 23rd, and then I didn't put it out until today, and after I recorded this, I listened to someone else's podcast, and it was it was kind of uh, gratifying to hear some of the same things that I said in this podcast were being said on that podcast. So I think I'm on the right track with this stuff. So I hope you will give it a listen and uh, let me know if you like it. And please share and keep listening. And thank you so much for your support. Welcome back to Love Thy Neighbor. I'm Paula Adams, your host. Today we're going to talk about worldview and why is a worldview important. And another way of thinking about this would be what are your foundational beliefs? What are the what is the point that you come from? Your perspective on life, the beliefs that underlie how you make decisions and what you believe about everything in your life. And of course, as a Christian, we would have a Christian worldview. We would believe that um, God is real and that he is, um, he is accessible to us through prayer and that he cares about us and that he has a plan for, for mankind and the world and that he is able to intervene in our lives and other things that we learn as Christians. But people who um, don't believe in God or have are not Christians, they're going to have some different beliefs. And what makes Christianity special is that we believe that even though we're not perfect, that we are forgiven and that we are right with God. So we don't have to live in fear of, of, you know, if we make a mistake, if we sin, is God going to not, we're not going to please God. And then when we die, we don't know where we're going. Well, that's, 
that's what other beliefs, other religions believe. They believe that you have to do everything right, do certain rituals, do certain, um, don't do certain things. And, and even if they do it, they don't know if they're good enough. So there's always that fear of not being good enough for God. And that's a pretty big deal. I mean, that, that leads to insecurity that is going to underlie, you know, all your other beliefs. So that's why some people reject religion because they don't understand Christianity. They don't understand what it really means for them. It means that you can be forgiven and accepted, that you are no longer working to earn God's uh, acceptance, that he is offering it to you through his son. And so that's why Christianity is very different from all other religions. So uh, why am I thinking about this? Well, there was an article that I was reading last night and it had to do with with oil, uh, basically petroleum products being used in healthcare, and and I just you know was following some links, and I landed on this one article, and then I clicked on his name, and I and I read and you know, scanned the titles of all the articles that this man had written about oil and healthcare, and basically he believes that you know. We're going to run out of oil, and so since oil is a very necessary thing, or it's the way healthcare is is uh, managed right now, with petrochemicals and plastics, and it's like oil is actually a pretty big deal in the healthcare system. So this guy has been writing about the same topic for many years. I'm, I think it was at least 10, maybe even longer. But that, that must have been when he first got this idea in his head. And ever since then, he's just been hammering away at this same idea that he believed, you know, because that is his foundational belief that we have to do something or we're going to have this huge crisis in the healthcare system when we run out of oil. Well, I don't, I think his theory is wrong and I think he's, you know, I feel kind of bad for the guy that he's, uh, somebody put that idea into his head, namely the Club of Rome's a book called The Limits to Growth. And ever since then, in the peak oil theory, this man has been operating on this false idea. And that same thing can happen to us when we don't understand God. We can spend our whole lives operating from a false idea about God and about ourselves and about our relationship with God and how to please him and what happens after we die and, you know, the things that really do matter. And why does that, why do the, why does that really matter? Well, because we are, we are sensitive people. And, you know, as children, we need security, right? 
We need parents who are going to provide for us, who are going to love us, make us feel loved, and and provide food, clothing, shelter, hugs, you know, um, laughter, affirmations of our, you know, their love for us, and those kind of things. And if you grow up in a family like that, then you are going to feel safe and secure. And that that's going to give you a foundation to start off li- life, you know, better than kids who don't have those things, right? That's pretty obvious. So for kids who kids who grow up in a Christian home and they're taught the correct version of the the Bible, the gospel, and they understand that Jesus loves them, that Jesus died so that they could be forgiven and and reconciled to God and all they have to do is just accept this free gift of salvation and they can have peace with God. Those kind of Christians can grow up without fear, without fear that God is going to, you know, that God is an angry man or whatever, you know, a far away, um, judgmental, angry God up in the clouds somewhere. If, if children get the idea that God is their heavenly father and that he created us his children and that he cares for us as children who need a father, then then we have a whole different outlook on God, right? I mean, that's very important. And it's, it's accurate. It's what the Bible teaches. And, you know, God, God wanted a relationship with his people from the beginning. And people have been, you know, messing that up all this time. And it was only because of God's great love and mercy for us that Jesus, the Son of God, came to reconcile us to him. So when you realize just just how much he he did for us and that he really, you know, wanted us to come back to him, then that that's a whole different uh viewpoint than looking at God as a mean and judgmental uh wrathful God. However, The Bible does also teach that those who reject God in the final day will experience God's wrath. And that's only fair. I mean, why why wouldn't that be the correct thing to do when God has offered his his son as a sacrifice for us? And when we if human if people reject that, God takes that as a rejection that okay you don't want my forgiveness you don't want to be reconciled to me therefore you will get the judgment that you deserve for your sin so god is a god of judgment and a god of mercy and we can choose which one we want do we want god's mercy or do we want his judgment so that's why it's really important to to think about what are your foundational beliefs? What is your Christian or what is your worldview? Where are you coming from? Do you 
believe that God is real and that he, he cares about you? Or do you think it's just you against the world and that you are in control and that you, you are the one who is making everything happen? And if you, what can happen there, if you think that you're in control and that you're making everything happen, then you're much more likely to feel either very um, driven to just like constantly work, work, work. Or you might just give up and feel helpless. Or if you don't think God's real, you, you're you probably more likely to um, be willing to lie, cheat, steal, do whatever you have to do to survive. So, you know, your worldview is going to greatly determine your path. Now, some people don't, some people have, still have wrong beliefs about God, um, but they don't. They don't necessarily lie, cheat, and steal. And it's because they have conjured up a different God. And that God, they use that God to guide them. But it's not the real God. And in the end, that God is not going to save them. For example, gods like the gods of the earth, pagan nature, uh, pagan gods or... um the gods of, you know, thinking that the earth is alive, Mother Earth, and things like that. Those are just a couple. Plus, then, then we have plenty of other false religions, like the Muslim religion, or just name it. You know, there's a lot of cults that do not teach that you are forgiven by, by what Jesus did on the cross for you. So, your beliefs matter, and your beliefs will determine the path you take, the choices you make, and your future when you die. So, think about your, think about your beliefs carefully. And on another note, I was thinking about how so many people right now are getting kind of addicted to searching for answers in conspiracy theories and I'm not talking about actual things that that are provable like it's not a conspiracy theory that the World Economic Forum is trying is you know trying to build a digital transformed world because that's on their website, right? I mean, you can read something like that. They're, it's, they're putting it out there. They have conferences. It's on, they, have, they have their own YouTube channel. That's not a conspiracy. But there are people that fall down into things like QAnon or just fantasies that no one can prove or disprove you know that really I don't think that's healthy I don't think it's healthy to to make to put your whole life build your whole build a story on this fantasy of conspiracy theories that you know all you're doing is escaping from reality so it's 
it's really not healthy. It's no different. I mean, it's kind of becomes your religion. And I'm, I'm just, you know, thinking about some of the comments I see on YouTube channels. Uh, there's some people that are either mentally ill or they just like to put, put, they believe in some really strange things. And I think that's not too good, but that people are, because if, if they have that, then they're not seeking God, you know? I mean, you only have so much room in your brain. And if you're building your, your worldview on unproven conspiracy theories, then where, how much time are you spending reading God's word, going to church, trusting God with your life? I mean, you have to be careful. And I say that, you know, as someone who does spend a lot of time studying and reading, but what I'm trying to do is read original source uh, documents or watch videos from the people themselves. I, I don't want to venture off into anything that really uh, sounds a little bit just you can't prove it you, you really can't prove it and you know I, I don't mean to step on anyone's toes that that may believe in something that you can't prove because that may not be the final determination if it's real or not maybe you know it's something's real but there's you just can't prove it but some of these theories like the QAnon thing I really think that 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 is just like misinformation that people get hooked on and and really they want you to keep coming to those websites because they have advertising on those websites and and some people are also selling things and these are it's almost like a cult so build your house build your worldview on Jesus on God's word on the Bible and that's what Jesus said. He says, build your house on the rock because when the storm comes, if you build it on sand, that house is coming down. And it's the same thing with your worldview. If you build your worldview on lies or fantasies or just, you know, irrational beliefs, then when when you really need some something to count on you're not going to have it and you know what you can count on you can count on the real living God God is God will make himself known to you when you trust him he is too holy to play games if he knows that you don't really believe in him he's not going to you know, if you're praying to him, but you don't believe what you're praying, God knows that. He wants you to humbly come to him the way he deserves, because he is a holy God who made you. So think of him as, you know, your father. He, Your father expects you to respect him, and so does God. So that's why the verse says the the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And that word fear is similar to, you know, respect. 
We, we respect our parents, if we're smart, because we know that they have authority over us. And God also has authority over us. And he can use that authority to help us. So in times of need, or even if we just need some comforting, we can reach out to God himself. The Bible tells us that. The Bible tells us that Jesus is our high priest. We don't need to go to any earthly priest or anything like that. We can we can go Jesus has opened the door to heaven for us. He he removed the barrier between us and God. So if you if you don't know God if you haven't asked Jesus to forgive your sins, if you have not known that, that Jesus loves you, I really hope that you, will, that you will seek him today because God is real and you need to build your life on that foundation, the truth of God. Because our world right now, is it's full of lies, propaganda, and misinformation. And the reason is people are making money off of keeping people deceived. And I was thinking about how this will be my last thought on this. Um, you know, things were going pretty good in Europe for a while. And then suddenly they noticed a rise in far-right that's what they call them. Uh, in other words, like white supremacy type organizations, like neo-Nazis. And not just in Europe, but, you know, in the U.S. as well and other countries, there began to be a rise in extreme views and like fear of, you know, hatred of foreigners and all that kind of stuff. And I thought, you know, why is that? Well, during that same time period, we saw a rise in false teachings in the church. And we saw a rise in mega churches. And we saw a rise in uh, feminist, uh, feminist theories and social justice theories. And all these ideas contaminated the churches. So when people did not have, people were not being taught the truth in churches, they had nowhere to go. So what did they do? They went back to their old ways of putting themselves as God and making up their own rules, which leads to hatred of people who are not the same as you and leads to greed, it leads to separation, you know, extreme views on all kinds of things, and also a rise in paganism. So, am I blaming churches? Yes, I'm blaming churches. I'm blaming uh, Rick Warren. I'm calling out Rick Warren. I'm calling out all the churches of the, what was it? the early 2000s and, and beyond. Um, and this is not the only reason. There's also I also blame uh, changes in the economy 
for the rise of neo-Nazism and just uh, geopolitical things and things like that. But really, I think the foundational thing is worldview. The worldviews of the young people who grew up during that time period, they're not based on the truth. And of course, what else did we get? We got existentialism and other philosophies claiming that there is no absolute truth. Well, when people don't have a worldview, they will create one. And neo-Nazism is one of the ones that got created. And there are others, you know, there's other trends and messed up groups in the world that we see every day, like people who think that a man can just have surgery and now he is a woman. And, you know, that's just one of the many things. So that's why your worldview matters. That's why your foundation matters. And that's why knowing the truth of God's word matters. Because if you don't have truth, you're going to be led astray. And you're going to be, you're going to fall off the cliff. You may not be a neo-Nazi, but you're going to fall off into some kind of unhealthy behaviors whenever times get tough. If you have a good foundation and you know that God's in control and you can trust God and you can go to God with your problems, then even in tough times, you're not going to resort to extreme behaviors. So check your worldview and check your foundational beliefs. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast on this beautiful spring day. What day is it? Uh, Let's see, March 22nd, 2022. And I, I hope that anyone listening is safe from the storms and the tornadoes that bear that went through Texas and I pray for all the people who are going to be rebuilding their lives and I pray that they have their foundation on God because even with their houses torn down and their businesses torn down and their cars destroyed that doesn't change who God is so Thanks for listening and please share. Don't forget to subscribe and follow so you don't miss an episode. And as I mentioned before, if you want to support my work, all you have to do is go to my website and just uh, read an article or two on www.blueskiesandgreenpastures so that Google sees that I'm getting some traffic on my pages And that would really help me out a lot. And if you see any ads that you like and you click on them, that's really great too. So thanks again. Bye-bye.